Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furphy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the news commentary podcast where the boys and I crack some furfies over some cold ones. I'm your publican, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Dan and Tom. Boys, how are we going today? Oh, I'm going, going well, thanks. How are you going, Papa Drew? Yeah, not too bad, Dan. It's uh, it's nice. We finally got our, our mate back in the bar after having a lock-in last week. We've got some. We got some company. We got Tom back. How you going, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. It's been a been a bit of a dry stint for me. I haven't been down to the bar for a while, but um, glad to be back. Glad to be surrounded by some beautiful characters. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, you've you've been away for a little bit. What have you been up to? Just working stuff, or you've been up to something something magical? Oh. You've been trying to look for El Dorado or something. <laughs> well. Oh, there's been a bit going on. I mean... Uh, he went looking for El Dorado. That took a couple of weeks. <laughs> At least a few days. No, I've uh, actually uh, just gotten married and have been away on honeymoon and all that kind of fun, interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, awesome. And um, uh, now oh, I was back to work last week and now I have seven days of isolation to look forward to. Oh, you do? Oh, wicked. <laughs> yeah. So have what a you, great start to married life. Have you caught the <laughs> dreaded Rona? Is that what's happened? or uh, Not me. Uh, my my partner's lovely sister who also lives with us, she um, tested positive this morning. So we are household um, contacts. So seven days on the couch for us. Mm, well, I hope you go all right. I hope you don't get too crook from it if you do end nah. up catching it. I know um, Bryce, he was on isolation with his daughter and he didn't end up catching it somehow. But his, his daughter yeah. had it from school, but he didn't get it. It's a small miracle. Yeah. The strong, millicent uh, immunity. Yeah, Nothing mate. can get through there. It must be. It must be. <laughs> but how did, how did your uh, your honeymoon and that go in your wedding? Like, it's like very exciting. Yeah. No, it was awesome. We just had a very, very small uh, family wedding. We had like eight guests from either side of the family and... Um, a pretty rowdy night after that, and we went up to Queensland for the honeymoon. But um, it was more of a family moon because I took the kids up with us, and um, mm-hmm. we did the theme parks up at Queensland, oh, and sweet. ate way too much, and got sunburnt. So, you know, just living the dream, really. Yeah. What's your favourite park? I um, I love going to uh, all the theme parks and that up the Gold Coast. It's so much fun. Personally, for me, it's like the water parks, wet and wild. I um, mm. I, I I'm like a kid there. <laughs> I could be there all day. Oh. <laughs> Wet and Wild was probably my favourite, especially when we had the kids there. It offered the most to do with two young kids. Like they were, they were busy all day. They were loving life. Um, plenty of things we could do. But I'm also quite partial to Movie World. I do love mm-hmm. the roller coasters, the thrill rides, and stuff there. They're they're my favourite. I always get let down by Movie World. They always have like the biggest ride that's closed whenever I go there. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, yeah they, heard, they heard you, you were coming, so like, you know what? <laughs> Let's shut down the Superman escape for a week. Yeah, well, no, literally, that's the one. I'm like, I think the first, <laughs> I think the first time I was pretty young going up there, and the family that I went up with had actually younger kids. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to go in there by myself. <laughs> but when I went up in yeah. 2016, I wanted to go on it, and it was shut. But I guess that's what you get for going up winter time, trying to go up when it's a bit quieter. So it's a bit it's of a trade off. Yeah. You- 
you're trying to get the days where it's not as busy, but then they've usually got their maintenance scheduled booked in for the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very inconsiderate. They should book their maintenance in on the busiest day of the year. <laughs> Just that's right, mm. that's right. Mm. Shut everything down, boys. Pack her up. <laughs> Pack her up, boys. <laughs> What's your favourite park, Dan? Have you? When's the last time you went there as well? I have not been to the theme park. Oh, you on haven't. The Coast. Oh. So I'm just going to say uh, random theme park X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, next time, uh, you know, we go up, might be the first time take Lucas. I'll have to pack an extra suitcase for you, Dan. Chuck him yeah, in the car. Right, I'll take Lucas on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Can I please take this small baby on the biggest roller coaster in Queensland? Mm. I won't say when he grows up, but, you know. Get the experiences in early. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Just starting them off young. That's why they invented duct tape, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And actually, on. that would have been the first time your kids went up there too, I guess, wouldn't it, Tom? Or they've been yeah, up before? Yeah, yeah. cool. No, no, it's the first time. Felix, my oldest, he's the only one that's really traveled. He went to Japan when he was a baby, but um, they're Very that's treasured kind of the, for him. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I love handed all these strangers <laughs> who wanted to take photos of the chubby blonde headed baby. <laughs> but yeah, um very unique. No, nah, that nah, yeah. was good. Very, very good. They loved it. They loved they love the takeoff and the landing, which is generally everyone's worst parts about flying. They loved it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit like a ride in itself. Like the takeoff especially. Like, oh yes, you're like you're getting ready, then you're in the air. So like, all right, now it's time to get out the iPad and yeah. watch something or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> Now it's just time to neglect all of our social duties. Mm. <laughs> just don't talk to me for the next two and a half hours. <laughs> you're, you're on your own now, son. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's a little bit like with me. I think I was on our, when Chantel and I went on our honeymoon, uh, you know, get on the plane. Oh, we're going on a trip together. It's going to be a, a beautiful uh, you know, getaway for the, the both of us. Get on the plane. All right, time for a podcast. You can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, that's right it's, it's strange though because you don't want to be talking the whole time and pissing everyone else off and I don't know you want to keep yourself entertained but it feels so weird to shut yourself off from the person that you go with mm, yeah just no, don't talk to me I'm, I'm busy yeah you, you wouldn't have been able to shut off you've got to make sure your kids are behaving and obviously you're not going to um, apologizing to everyone in the aisles for your screaming child yeah well that's it no. <laughs> I mean, it was great. Our kids were quiet compared to the other ones that were on the plane. They were going off. But my <laughs> kids were just happy taking it all on and in. They're just sitting there, looking out the window every now and then, having a great old time. Yeah. They surprise me sometimes about how good they are. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like on the plane, it's just an experience in itself. That's right. Mm. What do you mean we get a lady coming for a food at us? That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I have an orange juice. Yeah, I'll, real. I'll I'll have like the tiny can of Pringles. Thank you very much for ten bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on dad. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I I really want to go back to the Gold Coast, but how, how was it with COVID and that? Has everyone sort of moved on, or was it still pretty pretty serious yeah. restrictions? Or it was a very strange transition from SA to Queensland because. Here it's all still doom and gloom. Every, everybody get your masks, stay the hell away from me. But over there, pretty much back to normal. No masks, hardly any restrictions. And also stay the hell away from me. And also stay the hell away from me. That's right. <laughs> it's back, just back to being normal. But, yeah, beautiful, beautiful weather up there. 
I'm you, very, very happy with it. When you get it's to a come good back, choice. Come back to South Australia, you're like, oh. <laughs> I actually appreciate it. When we went up to Darwin for our honeymoon, came back to South Australia, it's just like nice 25. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was getting sick of it being so hot. Um, a cold day is like 30. I'm like, all right. Mm. <laughs> it's good being on a holiday. I couldn't imagine working up there. I would just be like dead or <laughs> staying, staying in my bedroom. <laughs> I just, I just can't deal with constantly sweating all the time. Like, no, I don't mind doing it when I'm exercising or you know playing soccer or whatever. But if you're just sweating, existing, that's not, that's not enjoyable for me. No, actually, you playing some people. Are you playing soccer this year? Are you playing soccer this year? I am. I think <laughs> I went to one training. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start. Well, maybe, maybe if you're going, I'll go. Yeah. Oh, so am I going to have to try and convince you? So you weren't thinking, you weren't planning on it, but if if I do, you do. Is that yeah? The- we're we're a package deal. <laughs> package deal. Yeah. So apart from I think I'll get relegated to B grade, and you'll probably still fit, so you'll play A's. Um, don't know. I'm not very fit, but <laughs> well, you're fitter than I am. Yeah, and you our, look fitter than I am. Our team, so. our team sort of skews pretty old. So I got I've got that uh, with me, I guess. <laughs> No, there's a, there's a few people down there that are pretty excited about the B-grade team, so I'll come down there and ruin it with my no fitness and uh, zero skills. Yeah. Well, we're a package deal, so we'll both ruin it. It's all good. Hell yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. It's now canon. It is. <laughs> How about you, Dan? How's work and stuff going? I feel like, you know, I've just been hogging Daddy Drew here for a combo, but, you know. Well, see, but- you can... You- You've been away for a few few weeks. You need the, some pod father time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not the best week at work. So no. Oh no, good. What? Um, tell us about your shit week, Dan. We we want to yeah. know. <laughs> was it was it bad because you suffered being smothered by all those beautiful women? It was this beautiful woman avalanche, and it was really uncomfortable. Just too many. I was just yeah. I've just got all this love to give, and there's just so many of them. No. Um, I, so my company may be selling off their assets that include my department. Oh, how so rude. If I do manage to get the second contract past the maternity contract that I'm on, I still wouldn't have the security I need because there would be the cloud of possible sale hanging over, hmm. over top. So I've been kind of started considering, considering the next move and. Yeah. What do you, you got anything in the pipes or what? What's 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 next for for Daddy Dan? <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, but we even shall see. even if they do sell, they could still keep it going, couldn't they? Or, or have they made it clear they're going to sell it and just <laughs> kill it? <laughs> um, I, it's too early to say. Like they said mm. that they've basically received unsolicited approaches for television assets, which includes my department. Which in, in if they sell off, would mean that I would most likely be out of a job because why would they take? Why would new company take staff from the old company? Because Unsolicited dick pics is what I'm hearing. But yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, very it's slightly concerning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I apparently can't multitask. <laughs> Multitask by typing and speaking at the same time. It's hard to do, especially when you're being hassled by a goose. (laughs) 
a very silly goose indeed who will hopefully hopefully appro- jump on and randomly appear sometime in the next two minutes. Oh, well, Seuss is he's replied as he let me get out the old messaging. The very silly here. goose has has arrived. He's finished off his silly goose moment. This is classic pub antics when you hassle that one friend that's always late. <laughs> uh, well, when he's when like, he oh, does look on, I'm expecting a big cheer. Are you guys still at the pub drinking? Oh, I'll come down for one. <laughs> I'll come down for I was just having a bloody uh, sleep. But it turns out he was just <laughs> banging the missus the whole time. And that's just the excuse he came up with. Which is, yeah, that's right. Which is fair enough. I'll dog you boys for a bit of that action. But it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Ashy, I don't know. I, let's find out when he jumps on. Whether he just fell asleep, if he or, jumps on. Yeah, if he jumps on, he's got to he's got to work out how to get his mic on his mic stand and all that palaver before he <laughs> before he finally well, that, gets on the podcast. That, that's going to be a whole saga in itself. Um, very secret Patreon content. <laughs> secret Patreon content. All right, uh, Dan. This is how you put the I'm mic. Gonna walk, walk you walk the one paying listener through the stories of fixing up my mic stand. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm I got to tell the story because obviously it's completely out of context. The listeners have no idea. But uh, <laughs> Dan he invested in a a wonderful Audio Technica 2020 um, microphone. Plus. Yeah. Plus. It's beautiful. USB plus. It's a good microphone. It sounds good. That's what he's talking into right now. And. Uh, it just comes with this little poxy sort of tripod stand, which puts it about five centimeters above the uh, table. So I had a couple of microphone stands left over because I have um, arms now, so I don't use them anymore. So when Dan was down one time, I said, "Hey, mate, uh, you know, use this for cracking furfies, and it will be make it easier for you to, you know, sit at your at your table and uh, do the podcast." And ever since, he just had the microphone stand uh, just in front of him with the pop filter sort of coming out at his mouth. <laughs> But he didn't put the microphone. Yeah, did the job. He, oh, he didn't put the microphone on the stand. He just put it next to the stand because he couldn't work out how to screw it on. And uh, sort of after doing, I don't know, was it? I think this is the twenty-second episode of Cracking Furbies. <laughs> and uh, we finally walked him through in ten minutes how to how to screw it on. So, uh, yeah, Dan, welcome to nice audio. The audio quality that uh, you know you expect from your microphone, getting nice and close. He and, got. He got double dadded. It was like having two gay dads telling you how to improve your life. <laughs> the, the two dads in my life. <laughs> putting their own children aside to treat me like they're very large and in Drew's case, older than them, son. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if time travel's a thing, it's very possible, all right? That's all I'm saying. If time travels a thing, maybe a very silly goose will arrive at the the start of the episode. Yeah, mm. I don't know. We can't we can't re- we can't rely on him jumping on. I hope he does. I hope we get to a he comes on. We get the rip some shit with him. He's saying that he's got no stories. Tom also has no stories. Um, Storyless. So you know we're just enjoying sort of being back together for an episode. I don't think we're sort of too worried. Dan and I have some stories to um, rip each other open about but before we get into that guys what are we drinking and uh if you're not drinking anything sort of interesting or whatever let's uh, sort of just say some things we're sort of thankful for and stuff we've been enjoying over the last week or so um personally for me this is a sunday night guys i just put my son to bed and i've got a nice big milo and a starbucks cup i got from melbourne and uh Oof. look there's nothing better than a milo unless you want something else which is you know a lot of the time <laughs> 80% of the time, it works every time. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I absolutely love love my Milo's very much. I don't know how well-known outside of Australia the, the beautiful drink called a Milo is. Oh, um, so I feel it's like God tier. It is. It's just a, it's a nice God chocolate tier. drink, but it's got that crunch as well, which you use the spoon and put it into your mouth. And it's it's very much like a bit of a meal as well. If you're a bit hungry, a bit peckish, but you don't want a full meal, but you do want a drink and you feel like chocolate. So, so best hungry, thirsty. No, yeah. that, that, no, that, that's uh, that's chocolate oak, Dan. That's- we can't get these two <laughs> things mixed up. They're very different drinks, but they're both chocolate. All right, chocolate oak is a delicious beverage, but it's something a little bit different to a Milo. Different taste. It's, it's also it's also something you get when you go out. Um, you know, Milo is very much just like, look, it's uh, ten o'clock at night. I don't want to go out or whatever, <laughs> and uh, invest there. Oh, here we go. Ash Wallace is on oh, the what show. What sort of time do you call this? You're yeah. late. Look at this guy rolling into the pub late, no pants on, (laughs) no pants. Just rolled out of bed. How would you know? Oh, I can feel it. My (laughs) ash sense is tingling. Oh, oh golly! Yeah, sorry. I this this work swing has been absolutely cooked for me, but. Late though I am, I am here. That's awesome, man. It's good to have you here. So what exactly happened? Your, your work schedule changed, so sort of throwing your sleeping routine into a chaos, or is that what happened? Uh, so it's, well, the first week has just been, was really, really busy, and I was just ragged. Mm-hmm. This second week, well, actually just today, I've been made the leading hand of the workshop. hey So that comes with being much, much more busy. And by the time I got back to camp, I ate and I got back here and that's when I saw the message that this was already happening. And I was like, well, shit, I clearly (laughs) didn't know what the time was. That's all good, man. Coming off the back of that last conversation, I'm I'm thankful that Ash has just arrived. Even though That's what I'm thankful for. Oh, thank you. I'm thankful that you're thankful. <laughs> oh. I'm thankful that Ash is thankful that Tom's thankful. <laughs> I'm, an- I feel like I'm, this is getting I'm out thankful of hand. for everything. <laughs> just wow. devil's advocate, you know, just make things interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good no. to see we've got some good balance in the group now. <laughs> now this this episode's a little bit off the wall, Ash. Um, since uh. Since, you know, we haven't had a full crew in a long time, I thought it was just fun just to fuck around. So we've just been talking shit. <laughs> we haven't gone to and, and story. And helping Dan put his microphone together. Yeah. The, you missed it. The whole thing. To, um, to hear the story, you have to listen to the podcast now because it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you We're know not double how, dipping. You know how Dan never had his microphone on his stand? Look, it's on the stand, oh. Ash. Was this a, um, a build it stream? Did we watch Dan build? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a how to. I, I have. I have. <laughs> An unboxing. I have a dad who is now younger than me now. I've been fathered. Uh, <laughs> Sired by Drew. Well, there you go. Drew's got two kids now. He t- well, he turned out well. I breastfed Dan, so yeah, that's, why, that's, that's why he's so strong. That's why he's got them good good genes. Great beard. Must be hereditary. Mm. So are you drinking anything, Ash? Any water? Anything? <laughs> I, well, unless there's something in my fridge that the person who was in this room before me left, <laughs> no. Find out. Oh, Ten- no, that's just nothing. a bottle of children's tears. <laughs> so, oh, no, that's mine. I put that in here when I got here. <laughs> the person before you. So is that just like um, when shifts rotate, they just you change rooms or you had a nice lady yeah. friend come over? 
And <laughs> no, yeah, the, the shifts rotate. So um, no, well, not on shift rotation. So somebody would have had this room when I was not here. Yeah. Like when I was back in Perth, somebody else would have been in this room. So unless they had left something in the fridge, because I never use the fridges, unless they had have left something in there, which they didn't, I've got nothing to drink. Mm. That would have been really nice if they just left a nice six pack of beer for you, but... One of the truck drivers here was telling me that when she got into her room last mm. swing, she opened her fridge and there was a four pack of Red Bull in there. Red Bull. That's a win. Good on For her. some people, I'd probably throw it in the bin. <laughs> Why yeah. wouldn't you just leave it in there? <laughs> because it deserves the trash. You, you know what? <laughs> Fuck the next person who gets this room. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just took them all and put them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like energy drinks. I I don't know. I had yeah. one. Look, I know they're bad for you, and I've only started having them recently. <laughs> now that I need to be perked up a little bit in the <laughs> in the morning, and it's better than turning to meth. So you know, <laughs> that, that's how I. But on uh, the other hand, it. meth is more available than Red Bull down <laughs> here. So mm, yeah, I like the um. I- no, go on, Ash. It's all right. I was just going to say that energy drinks taste to me how I assume battery acid tastes. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That um, must be where they get the energy from. Look, if, if, if you're constipated, have a have an energy drink. <laughs> or, but, or, or some you battery out. acid. Yeah, that's right. It absolutely does. Hey, I've noticed that. Mm, yeah, I like, I like the mother energy drinks. I don't know. It's just like they're a bit sour. I, I think they're quite nice. I, I sort of feel like one every now and again. Um, usually when I go to Chicken Land and get some chicken, that seems to be a good pairing. You <laughs> so, mean uh, King's Crunchy Chicken? I, I no, do mean King's no. Crunchy Chicken. Caffle King. No. no. King. I re- refuse to recognize any name that is not Chicken Land. Mm, chicken Land was definitely how, the, how many? The, the name. Yeah, but... It's had three. It's had three, I think. So it's on the third yeah, one. The Chicken Jaffle Land, King. Jaffle King, then King's Crunchy Chicken. So when I was living in Millicent, my mum lived like four houses down, You're, down that road. So I used to I was to about just to say, like, you're going to dox your mum if she still lived there. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't anymore. She's moved. She lives in nice South End now on Evelyn Street. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> And her number is 04. <laughs> Two, eight, no, okay. So... um. Yeah, I used to just walk there all the time and God, it's the most disgusting, delicious food I've just about ever had. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like sometimes they their do. chicken strips are just done really well, but other times they're just like not even cooked. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like you can't uh, you can't uh, just rely on it. It's not like KFC where you're like, you know it's going to be good. Actually, that's not true. There's the KFC Mount Gambia. <laughs> sometimes they don't even put salt in their chips. You're like, I, only, I came here for salt. <laughs> I don't know what else I need. Like, I feel like there are supermarkets you could have gone to first for salt. Yeah, literally. I'm, I'm at KFC. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm baking something. I'm like, I need some salt. So go to KFC. No, I just need my. Salt I just had a chips. vision of Drew just meticulously straight scraping all the salt off the chips <laughs> to use it in something that he was making. Oh, but the KFC it salt says, is really nice. So, you know, it says might be two teaspoons of salt. <laughs> I asked for three teaspoons. This is not enough. Oh, yeah. How dare you? Mm. How <laughs> dare you, KFC Mount Gambia? How dare you? Yeah. Well, there's two of them. Uh, Shout out to Cow. Wait, always there's two more KFCs of a red rooster guy. 
Yeah, so, no, definitely not. I went to because uh, <laughs> there used to be a KFC in Mil- not a KFC. Ah, uh, yeah, Red Rooster in Millicent, and it was quite good. The chips, <laughs> the chips are really nice at Red Rooster. Nice and salty, nice and crunchy. And uh, I used to like getting like the wraps called flavors. Quite enjoyed them. Oof. Oh yeah, the flavor wraps. They had quite best. a lot of flavor. Yeah, but I went to went to Darwin um, for the honeymoon, which we were talking about earlier with uh, Tom. And uh, I got off the plane, had the hire car. The first place we come across was Red Rooster. I'm like, I haven't had the Red Rooster in years. Uh, I went there, got my flavor, got my Coke, got my chips. Enjoyed the Coke, enjoyed the chips. The flavor was absolutely disgusting. I didn't know they used tartar sauce in like the, the wrap. And I, it, was just, oh, it, was, it was revolting. No, that's big just mistake. rotten you mayonnaise. Gotta, yeah, you well. You've got to get it with the sweet chili aioli instead of the, the regular flavor sauce. It's way yeah, but better. Like I've- I remember Stepped into the twilight zone. <laughs> I remember really enjoying like just the regular standard flavor wrap, but having it it's a, in two thousand twenty-one, it was disgusting. We hated it. Chantel got the same thing. She was like, "This is a this is a no go. Not finishing this shit." <laughs> but anyway, bow, bow. no. Well, last time I got a flavor, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. It was probably nearly a year ago now, but well, it'd be <laughs> over a year, I guess, because. I'm vegetarian now, so... Can we talk about the real problem? Oh, me? KFC changed their twisters, and now they're this fucking weird slaw thing. Mm. I Uh, I say let's just... I don't mind the addition of corn chips, but, like, everything else about them is just garbage now. What's the massive obsession with slaw? I just, like, (laughs) coleslaw is okay. It's it's cheap. What is the deal with coleslaw? (laughs) It's super cheap to manufacture, and it'll last really well. That's the only reason... As soon as you insert tomato in anything, it just dies in the ass. Coleslaw is just like if I okay, if I'm ever having coleslaw, I'm just having coleslaw. I don't want it in my goddamn burgers. You're just having <laughs> a big bowl of coleslaw by itself. Just quickly talking about my mum again. She uh- <laughs> loves KFC coleslaw. If she well, gets go. back from. Mount Gambier to South End, and they have forgotten her coleslaw. She will turn around and go back. So, what's so special about <laughs> the KFC coleslaw? It's nothing. It's gross. I hate yeah. her for it. Yeah, the, the coleslaw and the potato and gravy, disgusting. <laughs> oh, potato and gravy, gross. Yeah, and no, that's just look. You usually that's... get it. I'm like, yeah, look, I'll, I'll eat it because I'm a disgusting pig. But it's definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely not the highlight of the meal because if you like dip your nuggets in it or dip whatever in it, it just like. Just annihilates the flavor that's actually in the food you're putting into it. <laughs> just like nullifies it. Like, oh, look, I don't want this to taste like anything. I better pick up some potato and gravy <laughs> along with it because I just want uh, some bland shit. Uh, it along just with doesn't it. even seem right. It's just colored mush. Mm. I mean, look, it's mashed potato at the end of the day. Like, what are you, what are you expecting from me? You just want some but, powder. But is it actually gravy? It might be potato, but is that actually gravy? It could I don't be think anything. it's the. It's not even real potato. It's like no, it's sachet the, and water stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, hundred percent. Where do the lies end, KFC? <laughs> <laughs> You've lost all faith from us. Oh, you Deplorable. have. Actually, no, you haven't. I'm still going to KFC. I quite like KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a liar. <laughs> Drew just spends literally the entire podcast ripping on KFC. He's like, no, what are you talking about? I love KFC. <laughs> They're actually paying him for this episode. <laughs> Did someone say KFC? <laughs> oh, no. I don't care. Oh. So, look, those Did somebody are- say menu log? <laughs> no. The weirdest <laughs> fucking, like, 
advertisement for anyone ever is just Drew giving it shit forever and then saying, it's delicious, I love it, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like the, the audience is just, uh, you know, it's like, look, what are we meant to do? Do I hate it or eat it? It's like you hate it, but you eat it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no dessert until you finish your KFC, all right? <laughs> <laughs> to be f- to be fair, I was uh, bagging out a red rooster. I didn't say that much bad about KFC. I didn't say That's that much right. bad. About- I said, you know, the salt's nice. That's what you I said about bagging KFC. out all fried chicken chains at this you did, point. You did say it was inconsistent, though. Mm. You know, mm. you know what? Let's spread spread around all this hate. You you're just only shitting on fried chicken chains at the moment. McDonald's garbage. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we- McDonald's is pretty rubbish. It's definitely rubbish. But I go there. I eat it. All of all of their menu items taste pretty much the same because yep. they all don't have any flavor. <laughs> if I'm going to insert filth into my body, I would rather go to Hungry Jack's and get an ultimate double whopper. Oh, yeah, the- Hungry Jack's is the mwah. They also do an actually a pretty good vegetarian burger called the Rebel Whopper. Yes. Like, it's the only place that I can pretty much go to out of all of them. You'd think McDonald's would have a vegetarian option. They, they, they just, did for a bit don't. and then they just yep. binned it. Subway, the veggie subs. <laughs> Why was that so hard to think of? Veggie sub. What? It's Burn. in the name. Yeah, legit. Really is. They say eat fresh, but I can categorically confirm, having worked at a Subway, that it is not fresh. No, it, it is. quite disgusting. Packet chefs. I remember yeah, so- getting a package of pre-sealed olives that had mold inside. <laughs> and did you yeah, so, still sell them? I don't believe we did. No, nah, good, 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 Dan. You have morals, all right? <laughs> yeah. Here, would you no, like you just some scrape mold? ones off the top? Yeah. Would you like yeah, some mouldy olive? One individual mouldy olive in your sub. Olive one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you right. usually do for a? For meals and that, Ash, being vegetarian, how do you sort of, you know, circumvent all of, like, the places that might not have vegetarian options? I just give I them a head of lettuce. don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. No, oh, well, I don't, like, because, I don't know, I'm a single guy, so I don't, like, my friends all work, like, five days a week usually, so usually if I'm ever going to get food, I just get takeaway and I go home and I eat it so I can just choose places that work for me. <laughs> There's, I need, I feel the need to point out the fact that I live with Ash and he is an awesome cook too. <laughs> he, no, he really is. Like he used the meal prep like flat out and it was delicious. So he can, he's just lazy. <laughs> yeah. He can cook for himself. So, uh, it's, but I like cooking for myself because when I cook, I like to do meal prep, but it's sort of there's that's no right. point with my current lifestyle being FIFO. Mm, yeah. When I'm here, my meals are cooked for me. And then when I'm at home, I'm not home for long enough to do meal prep. because Life hack, just don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> just stay there. All the time. Yeah. I'm sure if my work had it that way, their way, that would be the case. But mm. No. I quite I quite like that Tom just being like, tired at work. Life hack, don't go to work. <laughs> That's right. So, it's uh, like the yeah. only problem I have with going home is that I can't meal prep because the time doesn't work. I was like, oh well, may as well just not go home at all then. 
Yeah. Got no money? Life hack. Don't pay for your electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Save 500 bucks a quarter. It's easy. <laughs> Life hack. Don't pay for your water bill either. Think of all the money you save. Just Got, find, find a local river and just bathe in that. Got no money for electricity? Life hack. Just tap your mains into your neighbor's power board. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill yourself in the process. <laughs> All right, lads, it's been a half hour of recording so far, and we haven't even cracked uh, one furphy no, yet. I've got uh, 15 minutes here, Dan. What are you talking about, mate? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> to be right. fair, it was 15 minutes prior to that convol- of Dan putting his microphone together. So <laughs> You're convoluting with KFC on the lies, I think. <laughs> uh, did someone say KFC? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I hope we get banned by the Pakistan Super League for this episode. <laughs> no, we won't. We're not live streaming it. So, well, be it, being cricket, you never know. <laughs> That's true. No, fine. Big Bash Twenty Twenty League is affiliated with KFC. <laughs> All right, everybody, put on your Zinger Box helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to come after us for attacking their sponsor. Even though we <laughs> we attack their competitors a lot more, to be honest. It's only Hungry Jacks they've got to look out for in my eyes. I'll wake up tomorrow morning <laughs> to Marcus Stoinis beating down my door with a cricket bat. Uh. <laughs> the colonel's got him on a leash. He's going to be like Channing Tatum from This Is The End with like the gimp suit thing. <laughs> Get him, boys! I love the Colonel. Oh God! All right, we should definitely move on from where this is going. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's try and crack your furfies, mate. What you got for us this week? All right. So now <laughs> to the actual purpose of the show. Um, story number one: Sydney Swans fans scatter Nan's ashes in the middle of the SCG during Buddy Franklin celebration. That's not good. <laughs> very, very astute observation, Drew. Oh, that just oh. tickled me right in the right spot. I, I, look, I just, I just imagine, like uh, that's at halftime. Then, like the players got all this ashes all over their boots and shit. <laughs> I wasn't even at half time. It was during the game. Jeez. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, no, no I, st- I stand with my first uh, thought. No good. It's no good. Number two. Bowler fills ball with father's ashes. Bowls perfect game. Uh, it's no oh, good. Was it Steve Smith? Did he sandpaper a hole in it first? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have Davey the entire told Australian. Australian cricket team after us after this. And story number three, man interrupts college football match to spread his grandfather's ashes. I wonder um, if you guys can pick the theme this week. Spreading all ashes. related? <laughs> They're all ash. Yes. Very <laughs> easy. They're all and ash related. <laughs> but They're not the only ones spreading on ashes. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Getting around Perth, spreading even, ashes. I don't even know what I don't even know what that means. Is that an innuendo? It certainly is ash. You're spreading spreading DNA of ash. <laughs> well, 
I'm going I'd, to do a, see Yeah, yeah. We want to hear more. We want to hear more. Oh, please. Please. Story number one. As a tidal wave of red and white poured into the SCG on Friday night to celebrate Buddy Franklin's 1,000th goal, siblings Joel Brown and Crystal Clayton swam against the flow. The longtime Swan supporters had one goal in mind, get to the centre as quickly as possible. I told Crystal not to go to Buddy because you're not going to reach him. Just go straight for the centre circle, Mr. Brown said. When they do kick to kick, they're cordon off the centre of the field, so we figured it was our only chance to get to the middle. Ducking and dodging the Sydney swarm, the brother filmed as the sister raced towards the middle, got cleaned up, got back up again, then triumphantly stood in the centre circle, pulling out a small Ziploc bag out of her pocket. Inside, the ashes of their dear departed nan, Edna Dixon. As people jog past trying to get their piece of footy history, the siblings are having their own more personal moment, albeit in the ripple of buddy mania. Nan passed away last year, age 93, Mr. Brown said. She was originally a Victorian but moved to Gosford in the early 80s. She, she supported Footscray, but when she came up here, she got involved with the Gosford Tigers and that led to her becoming a passionate Swans fan. She always wanted to do a coin toss on the SCG, but she never got a chance. And she did say from time to time that she wanted some of her ashes scattered at the SCG, so this is her, our chance to honour that. It was a little bit symbolic or sort of a consolation prize almost. It was a really emotional moment. I just pictured um, her reaching into her pocket to get the ashes out and then my knife just falls out into the middle of the field. <laughs> Security just look at it and you pick it up and walk away and they're like, This yeah. is fine. Actually, speaking of that, did you see there was a fire at the MCG yesterday? I did not. Anthony, what did you do? You know who you are. <laughs> They had to evacuate in the middle of the oh, second yeah, quarter yeah. of the Crows Collingwood I game because actually, there was yes, a I fire and a food outlet. Wow. Tom's handiwork. Yes, I remotely <laughs> set something off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, story number two. An Illinois man has found the perfect way to honour his father, an avid bowler who died several years ago. John Hinkle's Father John Sr. passed away in July 2016. Since then, Hinkle has tried to find someone who would put some of his father's ashes in a bowling ball. So on April 12, he finally used his special ball, filled with his dad's ashes for the first time. I was talking to my brother and I told him I'm shooting a 300 with this ball, Hinkle told WMBD. And Joe said, do it. And sure enough, he did. Hinkle, who won two NCAA bowling championships at Western Illinois, has bowled plenty of perfect games, but none like this. Hinkle, 39, uses both hands when he bowls. Because of that, he's not allowed to have three finger holes in his ball. He decided to fill the thumb hole with his father's ashes. The elder Hinkle never bowled a perfect game. He came agonizingly close, scoring 298 and 299 but he cultivated a love of bowling with his two sons from a young age and John Jr. and his brother Joe still play on a local team. Both knew there would be no perfect way to honour their father than by John Jr. bowling a 300. I had goosebumps, chills, Hinkle told WMBD. He was there. This is the best 300 game and definitely the hardest. I was shaking the whole time. And story number three. 
No good. As people stock flock to the Albany State Coliseum for the recent matchup between Albany State and Utica, crowds were excited for a close matchup between two traditional rivals. They were not, however, expecting the actions of Russell Levine partway through the second quarter. Mr. Levine, 32, of Crank Park, Cherry Hill, a staunch Albany State Hawks fan, was attending the match with his wife and parents and a special guest. As the Hawks ran in a touchdown to go up 24-0 on the Utica Bears, Mr. Levine charged into the Albany State end zone and began to shake out a black, green, and silver urn, the colors of the Hawks. Levine's grandfather, Tim Levine, was a running back for Albany State in the 1930s and the holder of the school's record for rushes in a season up until 1992. He had passed away recently and his final wish was to score one last touchdown for his beloved Hawks against their greatest rival, the Utica Bears. He had charged Russell with the duty of scattering his ashes in the Albany State Coliseum and Levine was not about to let down his great-granddad. Dodging security guards and cheered on by the students of ASU, Levine ran to the 60-yard line, scattering ashes along the way. He had managed to complete the final request of his grandfather before being apprehended by the guards. ASU would go on to win the day 38-16, and Levine would receive a $5,500 fine to be paid toward a charity of his choosing. The Hawks will play on the road next versus the Vermont Mountaineers. All right. We're having a think here. We're having a gander. Having to think about what Dan just laid upon us here at Kraken Furfies. I'm stalling for time here as we don't know <laughs> what's going on pondering. here. Pondering. We are pondering. I have an idea. I know which one I'm going to go for. Y- yeah, Interesting. You, you would. Why, why are you thinking the way that you are thinking? Mm. Well, I am going to go for number one, the SCG version of ash scattering simply just for the reason i feel like i would have heard about that because i'm pretty across most of the afl stuff that happens however having said that i definitely could have missed it just because i'm in mika thara and i'm working every day of the week but i'm, just, I'm still gonna pick it right yeah i have to i have to kind of agree with ash like i think that, that would have been a more newsworthy story because there's been lots about buddy Lots about everything that's going on, but there's not been like, oh, this happened, blah, 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 blah. You think that they would pull that in. It's a pretty big deal. Mm. I guess maybe we haven't heard about it because it's like, you know, this is a nice thing. We only want to write stories about the athletes doing drugs or doing something, (laughs) you know, (laughs) sexual assault allegations and stuff like that. Maybe that's kind of of why we haven't heard about it. There's been plenty of those about Buddy as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, I know, I know, well, my name's Ben Cousins, and I'm a straight A student. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about sports, so I'm just going to follow the leaders. Uh, number one, <laughs> you're, all, you're all looking in number one. Well, yeah. if this is wrong, you guys cannot blame me. I no, no, no. said that it could be. Look, I will. I will blame you, Ash. No. Look, look, Ash comes in late, and then he misleads the crowd, and he gets it wrong. <laughs> Ooh, Ash. Story mate. number three is the furphy, which means someone. So. On Friday night, after Buddy Mania and everyone stormed the field, um, it rained after someone scattered their ashes in the middle of the SCG and they had to finish the game, meaning there would have been footy players with little bits of nan clogged in their boots. Jesus Christ. I have little bits of nan clogged in my boots most days. (laughs) 
<laughs> and there, there's a photo in the ABC Net article that, which, of Crystal holding up Nan in the plastic gl- gl- Ziploc bag, which is a... Not when the you, most dignified photo. When you said that initially when you were reading the story, you said she pulled out the Ziploc bag. In my mind, I imagine her like going into her pocket, pulling out a Ziploc bag, except she pulls out one first that's just got like a, a sausage roll or something. She pulls out an it, and she's like, right. Then she gets out the right one. And dips the sausage roll in the ashes <laughs> and eats it. There's me KFC salt. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what KFC use? <laughs> The recently deceased. Someone say KFC. People. Can I get that with extra cremated Nana, please? (laughs) Uh, Sorry, we're all out. We're uh, currently cremating some in the back, but it won't be ready for 20 (laughs) more minutes. Uh, Can we get something else while you wait, mate? Maybe you want to... We we can, however, substitute that with extra granddad instead of grandnan. Just just as Pepsi, thanks. That'll be fine. (laughs) Will Pepsi be okay? So. Absolutely, you can give you twelve kilograms of slaw because we have so much. Yeah, Ash's mum has not been in for at least <laughs> a couple of days, so we're selling none of it. All right, boys, let's move on to the stories that I've got here for you, boys. Uh, let's see if let's see if we can crack them. So after all this ridiculous food talk, it's funny because my theme is actually food. <laughs> all right, so foreshadowing. Yeah, so. Maybe that's maybe that's what I was doing on purpose, getting the conversation to go food, so I can I can crack some furfies over you. No, I wasn't. Anyway, story number one: Israeli strawberry clocks in as the world's heaviest on record. Just jumping in to say, I'm getting flashbacks to poor Doug the potato there. I was so was cruelly stripped of his title. Fucking Doug got robbed, man. <laughs> so this is what this is what happened today, boys. I um I was trying to soothe Lucas. He was crying his nuts off. And I said to Chantel, hey, can you organize my crack and furfy stories? So some of these she come up with and she actually pulled up a potato story. And I said, oh, no. I said, oh, no. I said, look, we can't. That's what happens when you talk about talk smack about Chantel. She just cuts the line. I'm like, look. Sorry, bro. We can't do a, we can't do a potato <laughs> story. So Chantel doesn't like you talking shit about her stories, apparently. Mm, apparently. Apparently. So anyway, before I disappear again, I don't know what happened. Um, so story number two, man baffled at KFC's deci- decision not to include eggs on a chicken restaurant's menu. <laughs> and story number three, man visits McDonald's in a hospital stretcher. And We've- Are we trying to pick the uh, the real story here? or <laughs> No, just one furphy. One furphy. All right, give us some details. Yeah, so I just got a few dots. You've, you've let us in with a couple of morsels. Now we need a bite. Yeah, so I just got a couple of dot points here for each one. So the Israeli strawberry, it weighs in at a whopping 289 grams. The Titanic barrier this week was declared the world's largest by the Guinness World Records. Um, so, yeah, there's that one. With the uh, the KFC, uh, basically it was a what's my dot point here? Uh, there's a, there's a clip of a man who went into a Sydney KFC on the uh, on the uh, what's it called? I haven't written. 
Oh, it's a dog. Puppy. <laughs> what what story do you think is the furfy puppy? <laughs> what do you reckon? What's it what's it telling you? Well, all of them. Willow is <laughs> Willow's telling me that the uh the KC, KFC talk couldn't all be just uh, coincidence. I reckon he led us down a path, a dark path. It could, it could, <laughs> it could be, it could be. Um, yeah, security camera. That's what I was looking for. So, man, <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was a man caught on the security camera arguing with staff about no eggs. At the KFC, which is ironic <laughs> because they sell chicken. But those chicken do not lay eggs. Of story- they They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's story number three. Man visits McDonald's in a hospital stretcher. Uh, this was also a clip on the security camera. There was uh, a hungry fan who literally was strapped to a stretcher. <laughs> and he I'm went- sorry who calls a fast food patron a fan <laughs> a hungry fan <laughs> yeah yeah I'm more of a hungry jacks fan myself <laughs> I'm sorry Drew I couldn't I couldn't not laugh at that there's big fans I'm look I'm a, I'm a fan of I don't know. You're right. That is weird. I don't want to be a fan of fast food. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a footage of uh, someone going through on a stretcher through the drive through <laughs> at McDonald's. Uh, I've just been thrown off so much by the disconnect. I'm like, what the fuck? Then you just all pop back. So, okay. That, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. <laughs> some I... premium content for everyone out there. <laughs> I am okay. I'm gonna go with. I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. I'm gonna go with number two. I'm gonna say the berry one is right. I'm I'm sticking with the KFC one for sure. Yeah, I'll go with the crowd. Lock in KFC. Uh, Actually, if everybody's going KFC, I'm changing to stretcher. Actually, if with, the, with the large McDonald's stretch. fan, <laughs> no, he, he got upsized there. Right, it wasn't large; it's just regular. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, st- I, I vote for McDonald's fan. McDonald's number one fan. Yeah, well, fair enough. Uh, it, it was KFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So that that's that's what that's what happens when you just like oh shit the internet's gone when it comes back oh right because <laughs> 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 uh, like on, on my end it's just Ashman like can you go see Drew it's like no then it's just dead <laughs> yeah because when when he cut out for you guys I still had him for like another thirty seconds and you guys were simply like oh rip and I was like wait why what's going on yeah okay. we were just like what the fuck and you were just like why the fuck are they going what the fuck and then Drew did cut out and then he came back but he only came back for me for the first ten or so seconds that was really weird mm. you're just the chosen one well I would consider that out of all four of us I would have the worst internet at the moment because I'm using camp Wi-Fi. 
You are the Drew Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> I can seek you through son. the interweb. I was like, yes, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was weirdly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Most of our interactions are, though. So It's true. It's true. All right. Well, that brings us to another episode. We uh, Actually, Dan and I talked to the rep last week, but look, this, oh. this episode got thrown into chaos after all that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even going to try and to impress the rep. Yeah, he, he's yeah. preemptively very disapproving of us tonight. Yeah, I would have avoided us tonight. We we are those sloppy drunks at the end of the bar that everyone's looking at, just being like, "Who are those dickheads?" He he was standing across the bar and he heard us talking about the colonel holding Marcus Stoinis in a gym <laughs> outfit, and he was like, "These boys need to be cut off." Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So, like every good South Park episode, we need we need a moral. We need uh, a lesson at the end of the episode. What do we reckon we learnt from these uh, these stories or this fast food talk over the, or, or even Dan's inability to put his microphone on? <laughs> um, that KFC's salt is so good due to the presence of deceased persons, deceased elderly female persons. Yeah, it's very specific, Dan. <laughs> they they must have had kids who've had kids as well. They, they need life experience. They can't just be old. They need to be part of a family tree. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. we all part of a family tree? I mean, maybe. <laughs> but you want to be an upper branch for this they, to they, work. They need to have lived through World War Two. All right. Uh, we're all like from the s- southeast. It's more like fucking. I don't know. Uh, like family <laughs> tangle vine. It's very confusing down there. <laughs> family yeah, poison true. ivy. <laughs> yeah. It's all fucking mixed up. It's all interconnected, bro. A family tumbleweed, if you will. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> well, let's just end this episode by saying, did you say KFC? <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, I do care. <laughs> oh, I can't have Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.